so today i have with me otobon etubido and she's an educationist in the pre-primary education sector say hi otobon to be asking you 11 questions and just going to be giving us like quick answers that can help parents or guardians or even people who are just living around children to know what to do to help the teachers in school so that when the children come to school they can be better listeners or better learners so my first question to you is how do you think education is changing from when you were in primary school to now that you are teaching in a school how do you how have you seen education change While I was in school, I can still remember um, a lot of things. <clears throat> in the primary school, in the lower class, you offer so many um, subjects, and the teacher wants to put everything in your head at once. But it is not like that these days. We have been able to reduce the number of subjects to a minimal level knowing that it is not by how many you give to children that they learn if the few you give to them a day you believe that you have impacted a lot in their lives that day. it is what they are able to go home with what they are able to remember after the class and then in before before now schools um, use a confined setting for children to learn like you have to sit down in the classroom one place from morning till you leave the class except during break but these days people have realized that children don't learn a lot of children learn different children learn in different ways i like that now when you want to teach a particular thing and we were in the university i was taught different method of teaching now you have to be able to employ a method that will fit your class doesn't mean that the child the child have to sit down one place you take them outdoor they learn more when they are moving when they are outside right. what they see that is real to them they think it stick to their memory and when you ask them this particular thing, they will be able to remember using what the teacher used, the real thing, the real thing in the environment, in their physical environment. Then, while me and, you know, is what the teacher writes on the board, sometimes the teacher will not even bring any That's real true. object yeah. to, for you to theory, see. Theory, the theory, theory. You are just in your own head. You are trying to imagine, imagine how yeah. it looks like. Sometimes you can have a massive picture in your head, not knowing that what the teacher is really talking about is very more. yeah that's true so no. i want to ask that is there any technology that you would recommend like in classrooms that would aid teachers to aid students to be able to learn easier well yeah very well now as i was saying that um in my days teachers use theory mm -hmm. talking more to explain what they have and the children they are teaching their handling don't even understand what they are talking about now these days we employ the help of videos the help okay. of technology yeah that's true videos help 
children capture their mind yeah. and also they see what you are talking about mm. so they use a video to explain your topic you can make you can make use video to make your notes these days yeah slides yeah so you make you yes, put it into slides mm -hmm. that is why you have so many cartoons coming up yeah. in different topics there's no topic that you want to handle with children when you go online though you will not see anything relating to it you will see a whole lot relating to the topic that you want to handle at a particular time and so using those videos will help children to really understand what they're talking about and children love stories once I find employing stories help them. It developed their listening skills. That's true. It developed their imagination. That's it true. Help them to imagine wider. Their imagination grows wider when they are telling them the story, and especially when the story comes in a video too. So after reading a story to them, they watch the video of it. Oh wow! These children will really be happy because they will be able to relate with what yeah, they are. and they will go home and talk to their parents and go about home it. And talk to That's if true. a topic comes up in the house, they will be able to yeah. tell a lot about it. Mm -hmm. So now I want to ask, like, as a teacher, do you focus more on your students' strengths or their weaknesses? Like, for example, if you have a child that is, let's say, more um, a little bit um, slower than the others, do you try to find their strengths and use that to be able to, like, to cover up for their um, what is supposed to be their weakness, or would you rather? pick that weakness and help them to work on it like i don't think there's any wrong way to go about it i think different teachers have different methods for doing that or do you focus on both to me i feel focusing on one is not the right way to go about it okay when you know a child's strength and mm. the child's weakness mm -hmm. you go in from both ends all right well if the child is not strong in a particular way mm -hmm. you use the child's strength to build the weakness up. All right. And so you, if you can you give me focus, an example? You want to focus only on the strength. You mm -hmm. will leave the weakness. I want to focus only on, on the weakness. You leave the, the strength. The strength to reduce. That's true. And so you focus on both ends. Now, for example, there is a particular child I handle. Mm -hmm. The child can talk. Mm -hmm. The child, the child couldn't communicate in the midst of his peers. Okay. And but the child can is very creative, mm. very creative. When you give this child paint, paper, yeah, and you no, know, just give the child a clue of what you want. Mm. Say, okay, do something about your mommy. Yeah, the child will sit down and think, hmm. and then put it down in that paper for wow. you. Wow, you'll be so amazed. I'm talking about a three-year-old child, not, not wow, about eight years or five wow, years. Wow, wow, that's impressive. Four-year-old child. You sit down and put it in the paper, and when you see it, you'll be amazed. And now, the, 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 the creativity is a child's strength. Mm -hmm. Now, because the child cannot communicate, does not mean that the child is dumb. That's verbally. Cannot, yeah, verbally, yeah. Can, that does not mean the child cannot do anything. The child has his weakness, which is not be able to. In the, in, 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 on, on another way, you, you know that if this child is weak in terms of communication, mm -hmm. you bring the child up always through questions at child mm. the question should not be such that the child will not have anything to say yeah you can start from the familiar ones like what happened at home yeah what did mommy do what yeah. did you do yesterday from there the child will be telling you before you know it you are you know you you when you ask a question that is relating to a academic activity in the classroom yeah. you will see that the child will be able to flow 
too as well because they just sees that you are giving him opportunity to talk yeah. you know it's not just because okay you want him to tell you something that you are teaching at the moment yeah. that's why you are asking him the question no bring him in from all angles all areas yeah. let him know that you you, you have him in mind yeah. you want him to grow he will even be able to flow with you more than before yeah. you know it no he will be, be the, the one, one yeah starting the conversations that's this true is what happened yeah what is it like most of them that's what they and mean. you'll be able to, to gain insight to your child's when they life to school. and another thing is i realize that children that don't talk they use signs they want you to they use sign and they want you to see it. So if you are not a teacher that pays, that pays, pays attention, attention to children's sign, yeah. what they are saying, what they are doing, a child can come to school and be pointing his or her shoes. Yes, maybe the like, new shoes. Oh, the child wants you to true. appreciate the shoes. It, yeah. Wow. You can remember you what happened with that young today. boy and the um, toy car when he was trying to tell me about his toy car. Mm. So the next time he brought the car, he was now pointing at it like this yeah. is what I was trying to tell me that this is yeah. what I was. Yeah. I was so impressed. That's yeah. true. And, I have, and that was your, your student as well. Yeah, I have ah. so many of them. When they come to school I love in the that. morning, they will tap me, tap, tap, yeah. and be pointing, ah, oh, wow. There's one particular one that when the, he has a new haircut, he yeah. will be eager to come to school. <laughs> he will say, mommy, I want to go to school so I can show me to bomb my new haircut. <laughs> when once the child comes to school, he'll be looking for me everywhere. Mr. Thomas, see my haircut. Yeah. Wow, this haircut that. is so beautiful. Daddy made it for you. Yes. He said, you like it? I love the hair. When they make new hair, they will come and find your opinion if yeah. you love the hair. Yeah, and true. you know, like it that. helps them to also appreciate others. That's because true. when they see their, their, their friends their with colleagues, new hair, yeah. wow, I, your hair is beautiful. beautiful. Your dress is beautiful. <laughs> it helps them to appreciate others. This is how they will grow up to appreciate their wives and their husbands. Oh. Oh, no, this is deep, yes, <laughs> and, it's it's true, deep and it's true. Because yeah. you train them, from begins at home. catch them when they are young. Exactly. You see those ones that are hard because they don't have that experience at home. That's true. Maybe their parents are always upward. These are they facts. Don't, yes, they don't even appreciate each other at home. So the children don't don't know. They don't get to know that. But in school, you try to invite these things in them. Yes. It is good. Because that leads me to my next question, actually. Like, what can parents do to support literacy in their homes? Like, what can they do for these children when they come? Well, you have, you've done your parts now in school. Now, when they go home, it doesn't stop at in school, obviously. So, when they go home, what can parents do actively to engage them so that when they come to school, it, it makes your work a little bit easier? Good, I like that question. Because I face this challenge a lot. Now, you have children that come to school, they can't... Literacy evolves around writing, speaking, understanding. Yeah. Yes, you know? everything, yeah. So, when the children come to school and they cannot communicate because their parents don't communicate with them as well at home. It's only in school. Those ones that you see when they come to school, they are open. Mr. Tupan, this happened at home. My yeah. daddy did this. My, there's one child that every day she comes to school, she said, Mr. Tupan, my daddy said, la, 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 la. <laughs> what does it mean? I don't understand, but I have to appreciate it. I yeah. said that. Wow. wow. <laughs> because you have to communicate with your child yeah. every day, no matter what. Start by asking the child, how was school today? If I start in the morning, yeah. good morning. If yes, you don't teach the true. child how to say good morning, the child will, will know. not know. Yeah. The child cannot automatically wake up, no matter how we teach the children. When you wake up in the morning, what do you say to mommy and daddy? Mm. Say good morning to mommy. Yeah. They, when they wake up and they don't see you, see actions, good morning, yeah. they would also not say good morning. Exactly. Or you, you don't even ask they learn by them, example. Say good morning. They would not say it. And this this goes out to not just parents. Like if you are a guardian 
question of any sorts or yeah just around the child generally you can help as well it doesn't yes. have to be just so the when they come to school if you interact with them at home it will be easier for you like if i want to write a comment in my yearly report for my children yeah. i advise children i write about their strengths and their weaknesses those that cannot communicate i advise them please constant communication will help this child because the child may have something their children that they understand what you're saying yeah but because they don't know how to communicate yeah they will not be able to see it That's they will true. just be looking at you so but i understand that this child has something to say but the child cannot communicate in my own in the little way the child anyhow the child put it i will expand it more and the child will be happy yeah. so constant communication yeah. at home helps children Parents, to flow even in school when they come so please don't say oh this child is a child ah don't don't, don't yeah, ask the child right. what how was school today what did you do in school today let's see see if the child can even be able to remember so, yeah, recall it true. also helps you to see if your child has issues with recalling yeah that's true and remembering yeah because it's part of learning so that i can pass it back to the teacher yes. that oh this is what i noticed yes and they can help can the child can ask the Which, child what did actually, you do in school what how, who is your teacher what did your teacher do? do they yeah. can tell Simple you questions. a whole lot about the teacher's action yeah. in the class so i want to ask now how would you respond if my child was struggling if you notice that oh in certain areas they are struggling they are a bit slower than in other areas like what are the like action points that you would take to just help them improve say for example oh you come to um, you you come to school and you notice that oh a particular child is not as vocal as the rest for example oh you are saying say hey that one is when once you come to say hey you will not say but once time to play hey they have the, all the strength so what would you do to help them and want to speak up more most times if there if you see that this child if it is something that the child you notice that the child will change over time like if you say, say a maybe because that child is afraid of saying this a or cannot talk yeah. you keep on saying it every time mm -hmm. every time the child look at my mouth yeah tell the child look at my mouth i mm. do that a lot yeah. when i know that they have issues with speaking, speaking yeah. i tell them look at my mouth because when they see the movement in your they mouth you. they will be able that's to follow true. oh that's a good now, tip there are children that also they don't want to learn but when it comes to play they are, they are excellent and champions <laughs> so that you use discipline style yeah you don't do this thing you are not going outside you know what it means for them not for to them. go outside ah, it's like you want they to kill not, them ah, it's like i do a lot i do that a lot in the class you don't you don't want to write for me okay please you are done writing let's go outside and they will, one they will start right. crying <laughs> immediately they will, they will start crying they want to write so that they want to i will do it i will do it <laughs> and if you know anything that they are so afraid of that anything if you deny a child play and food yeah deny that child one thing that you know the child loves so much you just see? for it's not like just, starving just to, the child yes, you know yeah. just to achieve yeah the I child's do. learning that yeah. day a goal so so that the child will not feel like okay i can easily do this thing after there's a child uh, this one does not like using her hand to eat mm. but this she can do everything yeah she can do everything it's not like she cannot eat or she can eat but if she wants you to feed her yeah. she will not touch the food she will sit down and look at you <laughs> you tell this child eat if you don't eat you're not going outside that one is a story for her <laughs> that's okay i use a different means one day i denied her a meat 
and she her loves egg. meat. She loves her meat. She loves her egg. When once you just finish feeding her, that meat she will be able to use her use hand. Use her hand. <laughs> this is the meat for her. She will use spoon and eat it. I say, hey, okay, let's see about this. Today I fed you. you didn't use your hand, so you are, you cannot still use your hand and eat meat. So I packaged the meat. I covered it. I said, when you get home, you eat it. Tell your mommy that Miss Ottoman did not give you your meat today, and tell her why. Because you didn't feed yourself. You know, you are trying to imbibe discipline in them. Yeah, that's so you, true. So you go all means. Yeah, it's not, like, not like every day I'm going to deny the child. No, of course not. Of course not. The next day, I tried to deny her her egg. Mm. Eh? She rushed her egg as if <laughs> she quickly <laughs> ate it. I fed her. I fed her, <laughs> and she saw the egg. I told her she are not eating this egg, but I couldn't because she's a child. Yeah, you know, I had to give her the egg, and she was eating. I said, "This is not right. This mm. is not right. <laughs> you are eating your egg now with your hand. Tomorrow, I'm not going to feed you. I'm going to use your hand." And that actually brings me to my next question: Like, what do you think is the most important skill that um, parents can teach their children, or that even teachers can teach their children? Um, maybe feeding themselves is like the best skill they can have, or um being able to communicate with themselves or writing which one do you think is the best skill to as far as you are concerned that a child can learn or even kindness in character wise best skill yeah in school school important is for, so to speak important life skills school is for them to learn everything so i don't so you're not selective yes i am not selective they learn a whole lot in school mm. so i cannot say okay writing is the best skill for this child how yeah. about speaking how about kindness? How about appreciation? Yeah. How about loving the other person? How about yeah. caring for the other mm -hmm. person? So how about reading? Mm -hmm. So there's no particular skill that is the best for a child. Oh, they I should see. learn all skills that is right for them to grow up with. So what kind of questions do you suggest that oh parents should ask their children on a daily basis, maybe when they are back from school? Like what what should be like oh a conversation starter? that you would do for your child like if your child comes back from school what would you want to ask to find out oh like some things that ordinarily you might not be able to find out on your own if you just ask the teachers yeah try to welcome the child back so that the child will know that it's good to always welcome somebody when the person goes out welcome the child back find out what the child did in school that day find out how the teacher was mm. so that if the teacher was not in school, they're the ones that will be a type that communicate. They will be the first person to tell you, my teacher was not in school today. Mm. What they did, how they played, mm. what they, they wrote in school, mm. what they learned. Yeah. So they'll be able to tell you. They will tell you. Try out to find a whole lot from the child. All right. So what would you change if you started your own school today? What is something that maybe you're experiencing that you feel like, oh, I would change this and why would you change that thing? If you owed your school today, well, I'm. I in love the. No, 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 no. I'm trying to think of what I would change at this age because education has evolved so much. Around so yeah. much. There are so many changes that are so appreciated in so many schools now. Mm. And now, to me, I will want children to grow with a real sense of humor. Mm -hmm. Like when you come to school, it will help you to be classical. Mm. Like it's defined your path. Mm. 
now I, I, when um from the early years they can do everything but when they get to the primary i start to define their career path for them oh so not just on secondary not school just to secondary school oh, I, like that. I start to define their career path and i want to have a class a hair class school that when a child comes you, you, you enter it's just like you are in a different world entirely oh, yeah. when you come out this child you know where this child is coming out from mm-hmm. you know the school will lay a mark on the child yeah. because the pattern of communication yeah. the pattern of behavior mm-hmm. is going to be, be different, different. Yeah. the child will enter when once the child comes out you know in the environment the child will not you know the child will not you know be, a child will teach you the right thing. Yeah. You cannot say something, you cannot use foul language when you're around the child. Yeah. Because you, the child will not hear that in the school environment anyway. Yeah. There will be technologies that can detect when once you say something that is not inappropriate. right, inappropriate, yeah. alarm will ring to show <laughs> you that it is not right. Yeah. Yes. So it, 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 it will ring a bell in a child so that no matter where the child is outside, it will ring a bell. Oh, but this thing I'm saying. Oh no, it's not right. I like that. So, what do you think of schools not allowing parents um to communicate or interact with teachers? Because I've heard of instances where some school owners don't are, are so afraid that maybe the teachers will snatch their clients, so to speak, and then they don't allow the um teachers to interact or the parents interact with the teachers directly. Do you think it's a good thing or uh, it's a bad thing? Actually, to me, I don't think it's a good idea because your teach your your child's teacher is your contact point. Yeah. Is your t- child's teacher that can tell you teacher that can tell you everything about this child. The child spent many hours in school than the number of hours the child spent at home. That's true. And so the teacher knows this child more than even the parent, the way the parent knows the child. Because all actions that we have seen the child, you will see how the child behaves, the strength of the child. So if schools are saying, no, don't communicate with my parents, my parents, because maybe you're going to snatch the parents from me, then mm-hmm. you start your own school, all the parents will move to you. <laughs> no. I don't think it's right yeah. because with that the parents will not be able to get to know what the child how the child behaved that day if there was there anything though they have a communication book these days but communication book can't do all yeah, that it can't do everything it, it can't it cannot do beat human justice to the yeah, yeah because you will see it, even when the teacher is talking will be able to express body language facial lang- um, um, expression speaks also louder than words yeah that's true you'll be able to explain the way the child did what you know from yeah. there you have a clue of how what to do and a teacher can also have tips on how to go about it mm. how to how what do you, what to do to, to correct this child yeah. to make this thing work this way and that way mm. i have a parent that when i was teaching sounds i, I was teaching them how to write sounds mm-hmm. so there's some particular sounds that if she's trying to teach the child at home, mm. the child will not get it. She will write, please, how, what are the tips for this sound? Mm. I will tell her, tell him, move this way, up mm. or down, yeah. and the child will get it. The next day she will write, thank you, I tried that and it works perfectly. Oh, that's beautiful. So if, if you don't communicate with the child, is it the director that will know what to, is it the end of the school <laughs> that will know how to handle? No, no. Honors of schools these days will tell you, I'm a teacher, I can teach. If I tell you I can teach, I'm not seeing in the classroom yet. No, no, be but, by no, 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 no. <laughs> you, you, you have no, 
teaching is different. Maybe you're teaching upper primary or lower primary. You can't teach all the children. Yeah. So you don't you find you will not be able to do all the work. Yeah. So the teacher needs to communicate with parents. Mm. It is the right part. It's it's how it flows. Mm. Communication matters a lot. So if you teach your child, teach, 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 teach and give mm. report at the end of the day, and no communication with parents, teacher, parents will not know. They will just see what the child can do. Kid. Mm. Like most parents will do, they will just take what they see in the paper. So but some really want to talk to the teacher, teacher so yeah. to know what, how far the child so is going. Now, what advice would you give to like um, new parents, like um, parents with like new new um children that are entering school for the first time what would you ask them to look out for in a schooling environment obviously it's not everything that they would see easily but so what are some of the things that you feel like oh they should watch out for this and this that oh would help them believe that school would be a good fit for their child well now that education has evolved around so much there's so much changes like for me if I'm taking my child to a school, I know what I want for my child. Yeah. I want my child to be able to, because there are some schools that you go, the child will enter right from the door. Mm. The door of the school interacts with that child. Mm. The child is learning from the door. The picture the child is seeing from yeah, the door to the classroom. Everywhere around the classroom, the child learns. Does not need the teacher's help yeah. yet. No, the child is able to relate before the teacher comes in. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking out for those things. I'm not just looking for an empty classroom. Yeah. I, I can't go allow my child to go and sit down idle and the teacher will do the talking, talking, talking. You're even stressing the teacher <laughs> nowadays. We don't have we don't have to stress teachers anymore. Make those for um, 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 things and then environment. Yeah. yeah. Let the environment be such that we interact with the child and the child will be able to interact with those in the environment by the things that you provide. Those are the things I will look out for. Your, your your play area, the play facilities, the learning um, facilities, the, um, the, 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 the the things that you have that will add learning yeah. and makes it easier for the child. Because it's not all children that learn more when they sit down. Some learn more when they are walking around. Alright, thank you very much for that tip. So, so long, it has been nice having you on the podcast. So I want to say thank you very much for joining me and I hope that people out there who are listening have learned a thing or two from you. So you can get to, um, if you want to contact her, you can check her out on Instagram at, at Love. that's D-E-V-I-A-L-U-V. Thank you very much for listening. Have a lovely week. Bye.